We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Support for this podcast comes from U.S. Bank. U.S. Bank wants to know how you reward yourself because they have cards that make every day more rewarding. Are you a points order, cashback guru, low intro APR lover? With U.S. Bank, it's up to you because they have the cards to fit your lifestyle. So earn more whether you're shopping at a gas station or a grocery store, even while planning a staycation. Learn more at usbank.com slash credit card. U.S. Bank credit cards are issued by U.S. Bank National Association N.D. Some restrictions may apply. Member FDIC. On a sun, this is like, it's like, it's like the eclipse. This is like the one type of like, I'm going to play Kane on a Sunday in August, and this, it's going to work out. Hmm. Get your glasses. This is the Fantasy Soccer Podcast from Rotowire.com, your premier source for fantasy sports. For player news, rankings, projections, and the best fantasy soccer stats around, please visit Rotowire.com slash soccer. And now, here are Andrew Laird and Jordan Cooper. Welcome back to another episode of the Rotowire Fantasy Soccer Podcast. I am Andrew Laird, Senior Soccer Editor of Rotowire.com, joined by Jordan Cooper to discuss this weekend's DFS slates. Jordan, I bet you're pretty in a pretty good mood after yesterday's Louisville City win. Yeah, and also also uh, the Champions League DFS wins. I'm more I'm more excited when I win money than when like my team wins. Oh, okay. Because when my team wins, I don't. I don't what do I win other than like pride? pride yeah, right. Stick I'm greedy. Out a little bit. Right. What we need is USL daily. Fantasy. Oh, please don't. Please, let's not start going that way. Well, we we have we have a defender that takes set pieces. I I would want to roster him. He's like the James <laughs> Milner. Is he good enough for MLS? No. Oh. <laughs> okay. Oh well. Uh, I would prefer to skip the. DFS, the USL DFS, but I know where to go if you if they start it up. 
before we get into this uh, weekend slates, we are here to announce that we have started up a new Slack chat for Rotowire subscribers, specifically for soccer. Uh, we started it, when did we do this? Tuesday or Wednesday? For the few people, we are opening up for all Rotowire subscribers. Uh, if you are interested in joining, um, you can just DM me, email me at andrew at rotowire.com and we'll, I'll get you in. Uh, it's basically a community of or fantasy soccer people who just want to kind of chat and bounce ideas off of each other. We have a daily and a season-long uh, channel that hopefully we can um, separate because I feel like there are people like you, Jordan, who play DFS. You don't play much season-long. And there are others who play a lot of season-long and not DFS, and Rotowire kind of tries to, to cover both. But um, like I said, any Rotowire subscribers invited, so we'd love to, to have you. Um, we kind of we're saying there are some ground rules but that sounds a lot harsher than it is but um you know rotowire has a, a feature on the site called ask an expert where you can if you have a specific lineup question you can submit it through there but this one's more of a you know here's where i how i think swansea might play this weekend it's really kind of an ideas uh, and a place to bounce ideas off of each other or um you know maybe if you're choosing between two guys or two or four guys a 2v2 uh, do you have any other description that will stop me from babbling on about this? Well, I mean, for those that may not know what Slack is, oh, I mean, yeah, you, I it, I it's, a, it's, a, it's an app on your phone. It's all, there's also a desktop client. It's all, you could also access it through the web. It's a, I mean, it's like a, it's not like something proprietary to no, Rotowire. No, you could just, very much not. you know, as long as you have the invite link, you could go into Slack, our Slack, and it, you know, post GIFs. I mean, consider it's a long form version of Twitter with a bunch of guys that, and, and girls, if there are, uh, basically to bounce ideas off 24-7. I mean, the, the chat will go on. It's not just – it's more useful during lineup lock, like the hour before, where it's like, you know, who's starting here? I mean, sometimes uh, you can post Twitter links of, like, here's here's the formation. Because I know, Andrew, I mean, you have to enter all that stuff into Rotowire. So you'd be in the chat as well as tons of other people going, you know, you know, oh, Sevilla's lineup looks like this because even during like this is not just for EPL. It's for, you know, interleague yep. slates or uh, anything, anything that you know, some guys play Liga MX. I don't. But, they, you know, you may have, uh, you know, one guy that knows a lot about La Liga more so than others. And he's a good person to ask, you know, questions of like, oh, if this guy's in. Is he like the type that attacks forward or is he more of a holding midfielder? And then like someone else would know mm-hmm. type of thing. And then uh, you go. Well, I think the formation is going to play out this way. I think the match flow is going to go that way. But it's not necessarily a place where it's like, here's my lineup. What do you think mm-hmm. type of thing? Because remember, the people you're, you're also competing against a lot of the people in chat in the contest. Also, <laughs> Right. I'll uh, I'll add that the if you are familiar with the names that are in the DraftKings head to head lobbies, usually for pretty much any soccer slate, you'll see those people in this chat, uh, which uh, is good in terms of you can ask questions to them and bad if you post the lineup that they will ultimately play against, uh, meaning your lineup they're playing against. So um, the for those who are interested in daily, uh, I would say a vast majority of the conversation is about DraftKings, but there's certainly more Yahoo conversations now. There's also FanDuel. And so we've kind of agreed to use our kind of screen name or ID as our DraftKings um 
ID just because it helps us know who we're talking to because we've gotten to the point now where we recognize each other by handles instead of names. But uh, that just makes it easier. And like I said, you'll when you come in, you'll recognize some of the ones, including Blender HD, who joins us on this podcast. Right. Uh, so that's that. Again, it's for Rotowire subscribers only. Feel free to contact me. You just pretty much need to send me your Rotowire ID, and I, I'll be able to to get you involved. And let's jump into it, this. Oh, sorry. Well, also, also, if you're not a Rotowire subscriber, see, see, Andrew, you're not. You're good so at good at this. I'm not. No, right. I'm not. not I'm good. not in sales. Right, because you're like, oh, it's good for Rotowire subscribers, and the people are listening, going, well, as if I'm not a Rotowire subscriber, uh, then we don't like you. Obviously. <laughs> um, the main, the main. This is a value add. Yes. In my opinion. On because I was a RotoWire subscriber before, you know, I even knew you, Andrew. So mm-hmm. it's like, like I, I don't want to come across as like, well, now that I'm on the podcast, I'm right. you know hawking subscriptions. But uh, for what what is it uh, like like ten bucks a month, fourteen ninety nine a month slash thirty nine? I don't even know what the price is, but like yeah, ninety dollars for the whole year. Yeah, we have subscri- yeah, the, different subscription levels. Ninety bucks for the year is the one that I think most people take. And right, but I think the main benefit is the stats. Yes. Like uh, the organized stats of all the leagues with DraftKings score. I mean, you could sort everything. It's For EPL, I mean, you could find a lot of these stats elsewhere, mm-hmm. but not on one screen. You could go to Squawka or Who Scored, Flash Score, and find all the uh, peripheral stats and everything, but it's, it's a pain to do so. Mm-hmm. Go by team by team, or you have to go to player profiles. And the way that Rotowire has it is that, like, it's all on one screen. I could just go to, like, La Liga, go to the team, and then it'll organize by game. And I could just look and go, you know, how many tackles won, how many crosses. And, and it's all the, 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 the fantasy categories. It's not just, you know, the, the stuff that Opta gives to the teams for statistics. It's like, I want to see how, how it does in fantasy. So, like, to me, it's a resource that is... It's not like I'm digging in there like five hours a week mm-hmm. type of thing, but it's uh you know the morning of uh, of an interleague slate where it's like oh it's it's a real sociedad at home, and you know that like the primary set piece taker is is injured, right? And you're like well when he's out who takes set pieces? Mm-hmm. And you could go and like obviously later in the season you have you know 22 games of sample size and you go through and you go okay when this guy's out. You can also see rotation in there. You go, okay, he played – they just played on Wednesday. Who played 90 minutes? Because you may not have watched the game. But instead of going, going, let me go to the game box score, and you're clicking through on other sites, it's like just go to Rotowire, and it'll show you 90, 68, and you go through, and you can see who was who arrested, who came in their place, and then even go to the specific games and see the formations and everything. Boy. See, that's how you sell stuff. That's amazing. Yeah, that was excellent. Um, what's funny is I went to uh, – use an example and I came up with Dijon who I see has been horrible, but I'm like, we have these league un slates or interleague slates where you may be really familiar with the premier league. You may be familiar with La Liga. Maybe you have a Serie A team you dabble with. I don't know anybody who's all in on league un or even kind of in on league un. And we have those stats. We have Bundesliga as well, which um, is not on DraftKings yet. So we'll have them when you, when you, when they're ready for it. But yeah, the, the stats table, I mean, <clears throat> I am I was one person who would comb through who scored or Squawka looking for these stats. And um, what what they're, they're kind of showing is here are stats. And I think we kind of 
did our best to recognize what was important for fantasy and not just for DraftKings, but for all the DFS sites and even a lot of the season long ones. I mean, we have them all. You can do it all by season, by week. So uh, that being said, if anybody has something that they'd like to see that we haven't built yet, please feel free to get in touch because we're always open for, for expanding stuff. So yeah, I would say that's, that's the best part of our subscription. And this new Slack chat is a, a solid ad. Well, thank you for somewhat teaching me how to sell something. I'll okay. get it at some point. Well, we'll see how many people take, how many new subscribers and how many people you should get in the Slack. If you're a subscriber, I mean, even if you're not going to utilize the Slack often mm-hmm. or just going to come by like the hour before a big Saturday lock or a Champions League, you know, 145 Eastern for that. I mean, that's perfectly fine. It's not like, yeah, you come by and you go, hey, uh, is, is there anyone out that I should be concerned about or late one of the, also another thing is late scratches i i know if, if you played champions league this past uh uh what yesterday whatever would if you were playing skoda the uh, the forward for mm-hmm. slavia prague like he got injured in warm-ups like five minutes before lock yep and basically the chat say i had three lineups with a minute and the chat saved me because i wasn't paying attention to twitter but someone was mm-hmm and then alerted everyone. It's like it's Skoda's uh, scratch for Van Buren, and then I just quickly went in and had to switch around my lineups. And I wouldn't have known if it wasn't for uh, a community member bringing it to our tent. And I do the same thing. Like if I find out something, well, oh, this guy isn't in. If you got him, whatever, he's gone. So, so it is. It is useful in co- combination with the stats package. So, if you are a subscriber, even if you're going to utilize it just for that. Just contact Andrew on mm-hmm. Twitter or via email, and I'll send you the invite. That's right. Uh, and it's like Twitter in the sense of you can come and you can watch. You don't have to share a ton. Hopefully you get comfortable enough that you jump in with some questions or just some comments, and feel free to make fun of any of us as well. Right, because we'll make fun of you. <laughs> <laughs> I, I should preface that as well, that this is, at least in the early going, there's a lot more banter than there is... Um, I don't want to say more than advice, but it's a a community with uh, with lots of banter, and so be prepared for that as well. And it's also more unedited, Jordan. If everybody who misses regular Fantasy Flush podcasts, that's where you'll get your daily dose of right. And it's also a good place to sweat during the games. Like that's when right. Lock hits, then typically we're posting the goals. Like if you're not paying attention, mm-hmm. and it's like so and so scored, this guy got the assist. And then obviously the people in chat that have them all celebrate and the right. people that don't yell at the people that celebrate. <laughs> right. Or, or if you think that it was a bad play and they got there, you know, they picked the center back or something like that, that scored a goal. It's like, you know, you, you, you're lucky you got there. You know, it's, it, it's, it's, it's a community it's, and it's, it's better than Twitter where like it's 140 characters and like you can't talk or anything. Right. And you're just posting and whatever. So this is a little, little place to go to, to vent and celebrate and yell at people sometimes Mm -hmm. all in good fun. Yes. Yes. Uh, okay. Let's jump in to this weekend slate. Uh, I tweeted last, uh, Sunday or Monday about how horrible it is. And now that I've had a few days to kind of digest it, I feel the same way. I feel the same way. Yeah. It got worse. (laughs) Uh, the first game uh, on Saturday is Burnmouth at home against Man City. That's the early one, which is not included on most of the main slates. If you play in the Yahoo Cup, it's obviously included because they do all the games there. But um, otherwise, 
is there any reason to think you should have a Burnmouth guy if you're playing an all-day Saturday slate? On FanDuel, sure. Okay. Good. Which means right? you'll get blasted. Right. Right. Correct. I mean, that's that would be the the only reason. And right. No attacking ex- players from Burnmouth? No. no. Yeah, Josh exactly. King? Well, yeah. I mean, what would you think? <laughs> uh, uh, actually, if they did, if if that game was on at ten o'clock, it actually would make the main DraftKings slate actually interesting. Yes, because then you actually have to make choices. Because uh, we're going to talk mostly about this main, uh, the five, uh, what five game five game yeah. uh, DK slate, uh, where uh, essentially if you're not playing Romelu Lukaku, you could play whoever you want. Yep. Uh, I would almost argue you could play anyone you want with Romelu. <laughs> that true. That I'm, I'm, but I'm, I'm, I'm just saying that, like, if you say I will, I'm going to fade Lukaku, like, you probably won't be able to spend your salary. Right. Right. And I think the most interesting part as we go through the games uh, is going to be uh, the fact that the Man United game is the late. Game. Yeah. That's going to be the skillful factor. On this slate, if they were, if, if if it was Newcastle West Ham as the late game, not so much. But the fact that you're going to have to plan for whoever Man United is going to start, and mm-hmm. it's not going to be Ibrahimovic. Right, right. We'll get there. Well, he's back. He's, he's back. back. He is back. Right. I don't know why, but he's back. Um. All right. First game I'm looking at here: Watford home against Brighton. Jose Olivas already suspended for. Uh, card suspensions. He picked up two yellows in a some sort of energy drink cup. I don't know what the what it's called now. Caribou or Carabao or right? Is, is that the League Cup now? Is it is that the League the Cup. Sponsor? Yes, yes it is the League Cup. It used to be the Capital One Cup. Um, I believe it was the Carling Cup back in the day, and they're willing to just let anybody who will pay them name this thing. So now it's this energy drink that I've never seen before. Um, so, no Olabas means set piece monopoly for Tom Cleverly. Yeah, don't you're gonna fall into that trap? Home against, I'm not. <laughs> Heavens, no. No, I'm. But home against Brighton, I, you got to think about it. Yeah. Right. Well, that's what I'm saying. I'm like, like understand. Remember, with Tom Cleverly, apparently he's he's on the field for 90 minutes and doesn't do anything mm-hmm. fantasy related. Uh, but if he's gonna take a lot, most of their set pieces. You have to consider him for his price in yeah. some regard. I mean, now, he could have the, like six or seven short corners that are across. Right, right. <laughs> well, the, the issue here is that, uh, that uh, like we discussed before, is like I'm not even sure if you need to go down that far for value. Yep. Like it's going to become like, oh, that he becomes a play that you can't even utilize because you could use him and then leave 1500 on the table. <laughs> type yeah, of thing. cleverly 3300 on DraftKings. Uh, he did have six points last week, which... It's pretty good for 3300 but it's still Tom Cleverly. Uh, uh, there are a I mean, lot, there are a few guys that are in his range that you're going to have better. to somebody is going to burn you on if right. you go with Cleverly. Right. I mean cuz Feminia is a is a, in play as a fullback for Watford mm-hmm. that's good you know plays is playing for Yanmar. I don't know who's going to play for all of us on, on his side. I'm assuming it's going to be a midfielder. It's going to be, I don't know, maybe they even change formations. I don't know. Yeah, I was going to say they could, Cabaselli's back, I believe. Um, so he could play, I think he's more of a. He's more of a defender. I mean, like he's a center back that'll yeah. play wide. Yeah. Um, I mean, they could put, ugh, 
Right. That's why you're looking at. They have so many people. They have on a lot their of roster. central guys too. Right. Uh, ben Watson. No, he's, he's not, not going to play a. No. Yeah, this it's going to be ugly. Whatever it is. Um, right. And somebody's going to get caught in the. Oh, he's playing as a wingback against Brighton. Maybe I should. And I don't know. And it's not okay. like Olabas is a great playmaker, but like, do you think it affects Richarlison or? No, I don't think it affects Richarlison at all. I mean, Richarlison's on the other side and takes people on. Like, do you think he's going to have a repeat performance like he had last week? No. Maybe not. But I mean, for a forward, he's forward eligible and he's cheap for his price. I mean, he's less goal dependent the way that he plays than than a Dini oh, yeah. or an Andre Gray for sure. So, like, if if you're thinking cash terms, if you want Watford exposure in cash, I don't blame you for taking Richarlison. But for GPP, maybe it's better to go for, you know, I, I don't, I'm not really even sure that the Watford-Brighton game is the game to target. Uh, right. No one, no one thinks of Watford offense at home going, I, I need to grab three. <laughs> I need some guys. of that, yeah. <laughs> right. Uh, so that's why, like, if you could find a value play, because even, even on the Brighton side, like what? It, it's Watford. So Brighton is not. It is, I mean, they're they're now a plus three forty eight underdog. But I mean, this game could be one one. Oh yeah, no problem. I mean, Watford's defense isn't all is great. This is gonna be this is gonna be the game that you don't want to watch yep. as a neutral at all. Yeah, I think they're because of that. I mean, we're looking at thirty two hundred dollar Pascal Gross again. Well, I think Knocker starts. Okay. I think he ends up coming in, but I mean, Gross wasn't. I mean, he didn't really. He didn't make value last week, right? I mean, he's playing a slightly better team, but Leicester. I mean, yeah, Leicester is better than Watford. I, I agree mm-hmm. with that, but Leicester is not like a powerhouse team no. or anything that no. Gross couldn't get anything. I mean, turns out Leicester had more of the ball, right? They couldn't give it away. Um, right. Yeah, I. There's not a single guy in this game that I plug into my lineup and I'm like, I feel good about this one. Not one. Well, it depends on when the lineups come out. Cause I mean, we could see some amount of rotation with the, the, the energy drink cup in midweek. I'm just calling it the energy drink cup. I've yeah. never Carabo. Where, what, where is that sold? I need to get one of these. Um, I believe it, cause they had the, um, they had the draw in Thailand, I believe. Uh, let me see. Yeah, it's a Thai energy drink. Thailand's second most popular energy drink. Uh, it's not even the most popular in Thailand. <laughs> it's not. <laughs> um, I assume Red Bull is number one, but I could be wrong. And and the Carabao logo is like like a, a bull with horns. Yes, it is. So it looks like it's it's like going it's like getting a like a, a knockoff. Yes. It's yes. like it would be. It would be it, it would, on the label. It would show Red Bull, and the red would be R E D D. You know, like like one of those like the televisions. It's like Samsung, and it's like Samsung with two N's. Right. And it's like, oh, this is not really what what this is a fake version of. Yes. This. Much like the League Cup. Right. Fake version <laughs> of the FA Cup, which is itself worthless to people like us. Right. I so in general, just, just, DraftKings, but. just like Carabao, the, the energy drink, you should maybe avoid this game targeting in general. <laughs> I mean, maybe it tastes good. I don't know. But I'm I don't drink energy like, drinks myself, so I. Right. But I'm just saying, I, I think Watford will have to see what the lineup looks like before you make any. But of everybody th- who plays for Watford, 
Like, who would you ever think that you would plug in and be like, yep, this is it? Who knows? Who knows? You have to see the formation. That's why. That's why I'm saying. Like, I don't know. That's why I said Feminia. Yeah. Could could be a play as a cheap, you know, wing back. Because if you see Cabaselli on the other side, like, well, Feminia is an actual attacking fullback. Yep. Cabaselli really isn't. So, like, maybe more of the play goes on that side, and Richarlison is going to be on that side. So it's like, okay. I'm not saying that these are really Firmino would even be a cash play, but it's just I was like going to some... say I was, I was just going to walk you into the whole Kiko Firmino being a lock for your cash lineup, right? No, but but something to look for. Like I think the whole point of the podcast is like once once an hour before lineups, you don't know, but this is the stuff to look for at least. And then once you see, you may just you may just go, yeah, yeah, you're right. This there's no one here to to play, but I'm just like maybe there is. So don't like don't okay. just say I'm never I'm not even gonna look at the Watford. Right. I'll never play James Milner at seventy five hundred. Um I feel the same way about Brighton though. Knockart maybe if he started. But I think there's enough elsewhere, I th- I hope. Right. To to, to take an underdog on the road. Yeah. Right, right. Yeah. <laughs> underdog Brighton, right. Uh next up Huddersfield home against Southampton. Uh we Mentioned how much we love Dusan Tadic earlier this week. He takes no corners uh, and was at minus two and a half points for, was it the entire first half last week? Well, for like 30 minutes, until the penalty. Until the penalty. Until the penalty, right. So he saved us with a penalty. He did not take one later in the game because Charlie Austin was in. Uh, Do you like Dusan Tadic this week? If you're not playing Lukaku, you could play him, I think. I, think I mean, it's a GP, not for cash. I'm just saying for GPP purposes. Yeah. Like, if you got to fade what should be like a 70% owned Romelu, <laughs> right. like if you, but that's, but that's a viable. What once the ownership gets to the point of stupidity, like if you could get Luke, if you know, even if Man Man United win two nothing and Lukaku only gets like three shots and none on goal and only gets three points, if you could find the goals elsewhere, I mean, your leverage over the field is dramatically. I mean, it's big yeah. to do that, but like. Then you, but I, I, I don't see putting in Lukaku and Tadic. I mean, you can, but then you have to find value mm-hmm. more places, uh, which you can on this slate. Anyway. Yeah, you can. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, I, I, you can if you want. Uh, but I think there are better options. Like I think Ward Prowse starts. Yep, I was gonna. Yep. I, I mean, for for cheaper, safer. So like for cash, Ward Prowse I think is over Tadic, but yeah. Tadic. We don't want to get into the same the, the same conversation we always have. It's like Cottage has more upside, and you tell me he doesn't, <laughs> and he and then he puts up eighteen points, and you're wrong. Well, I mean, Ward Press didn't start. That's I mean, no, but even the first game, Ward Press put up like eleven points, and Cottage put up eighteen. Yeah, and neither of them fair. scored. That's fair, right? Gabby Adini's in play is a GPP play. Uh huh. I mean, it's Southampton on the road. I mean, it's a pick 'em game. Like, not, I mean, Southampton currently is plus one hundred eight favorite. Yeah. Uh, but uh, I mean, Southampton is a very cash friendly team. I mean, you, you can't go wrong playing either Bertrand or Cedric. You know what you're going to get there. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, Redmond's always a you know GPP play. I guess uh, I'm more interested in the Huddersfield side. There we go. Um, how far though? Not that far, but right. enough, <laughs> enough, enough so. You have to consider Aaron Mui, even though he plays as a defensive midfielder because he's on set pieces. Uh, I believe he crosses every corner he takes, which is always really nice. 
Uh, I feel like he's a bit inflated because he has a goal and an assist already, which is not really going to keep happening. Um, so I get it, but 6,500 seems like a lot for him. Right, but it, uh, like we said before, like there's plenty of value. Like yeah. you, don't, you don't have to look. I mean, there's t- <laughs> you're getting safety with that. In a normal slate where you actually have to make bigger decisions, mm-hmm. you'd say, I, I think 6,500 is too much for that matchup. Right. But, I mean, in comparison to other goal-dependent I mean, if you, if uh, positional eligibility aside, who would you feel more comfortable in a cash lineup, Andrew? Uh, Moy or Richarlison? Moy. Right. So yeah. that, but you knowing that it's an 1,100 difference, but you know that, like, yep. You're probably going to get a seven. You're going to. You don't have to worry. You could get seven out of Moy. I mean, it's not making value, but it's like Richarlison could have a two-point game. Yep. Like Moy, you're paying up for safety. I need to take a look. At Moy versus Tadic. Who do you Who do you feel more comfortable? Oh, um. Not who's the better play. I'm yeah. just saying who's you feel more comfortable. I feel more comfortable with Moy. Yeah, I was going to say Moy. Right, because you know that he's going. I mean. Like, Huddersfield's at home. I never they feel safe deploy- with Tottage. That's why. Right, right. You never feel that safe. That doesn't right. exist. <laughs> right. But Huddersfield's at home. Mm-hmm. They're going to want to win that game. They have been playing fairly yep. decently for yep. a promoted side. Yep. Uh, they know, I mean, they, they're a little hesitant on their attack. But, I mean, if they could just create set-piece opportunities, Southampton, especially, you know, that their central defense is suspect now. Uh, they get by by just maintaining a lot of possession. So that's the only downside to playing Huddersfield, even at home, is that Southampton's going to want to absorb a lot of possession. Right. So Huddersfield's not going to get a lot of att- as many attack. Like if it was Huddersfield at home versus Brighton or even Watford or so, a- another team, I would be more comfortable with Huddersfield players. But I mean, like Lowe's in play. Yep. Lossel is definitely in play. Oh, for goalkeeper. sure. Southampton, I mean, Gabbiadini could take four shots. Tottish could take three shots, and Southampton could not even score. Yeah. You have one. This is a situation where uh, you could possibly pick the goalkeeper that everyone complains about. <laughs> right? He puts up a 26 pointer with a clean sheet win and like six, seven saves. Uh, I think this is one of the two, one of the two games I think that could happen. Uh, Lossel is the cheapest homekeeper, though. So I think people have kind of uh, mutually agreed that. You can't complain if that guy goes off because we've seen that guy. It was Jack Butlin last week. Yeah, but someone's going to complain. It's well, a surely somebody will. Come yes, on. it's a goalkeeper. But I think uh, there are enough people who say, I'm taking the cheapest homekeeper and let that go, and that's Lossel this week. Right. And so. But it's also combined with Southampton does shoot a lot. Yep. And they're um, obviously not very clinical. <laughs> no. Uh, Southampton, if I remember correctly, if they were not. They were some, I think, in the top five in saves forced last year, which, um, not that I want to put so much emphasis on last season, but they were like a decent source of of saves last year. So that's where Lossel fits in. Um, we also have no idea how they'll line up. Could be Austin. We could get Sophie on Buffal, guys who, well, Austin less than Buffal, is, but Buffal is hardly a elite finisher and. It could just be more saves. You're right. Lossel's right. a solid one. I like right. That. Whatever ends up happening with Southampton, you know it's going to be Stephen Davis on set pieces and everyone goes insane. Definitely. 
Definitely. Right. It's going to be one of those games where it's like, I'm going to take Bertrand, I'm going to take Ward Prowse, and then Stephen Davis takes seven quarters. Mm. Awesome. Can't wait. <laughs> or, yeah. Ugh. Um, do you like Gabbiadini or Mounier more in GPP? That it's a tough decision. I think I. It depends. Like I think the ownership is going to be about equal. Mm-hmm. I think uh, Gabbiadini is a better forward. Yep. Uh, Mounier will play ninety. Yep. Gabbiadini won't. Unless you score, I mean, Gabbiadini, like, he'll score three goals and play all 90 or score no goals and come at it to 65. <laughs> right. Right. It's one of those two things. Uh, but Mounier has, especially after his first game with the brace, I think his ownership may be slightly more inflated than it should be. Agreed. And Gabbiadini is a better forward. So, I mean, like, I'm, I'm looking at, like, if you're going to play a GPP lineup with, like, Lukaku and one of these two, I mean... Salary is not going to be an option. Uh, I mean, it, it, you could fit anyone you want in this slate. Right. Uh, I mean, Southampton is favored. So, I mean, to me, if it, the ownership was the same and price is no option, Gabby Adini would be over Mounier. Okay. Uh, given the ownership. I mean, if you tell me that Mounier is 12% and Gabby Adini's 38%, then I'd say Mounier. Sure. I mean, to me, to me, it's an, it's an ownership play only. Right. But to me, I'm, I'm, I'm not concerned with... I. I'm not, this this game doesn't even have a high total. So no. I mean like I it's this game could be one nothing both ways and that's it and it could be a own goal. Oof. And that could be it. I mean like I'm not I'm not looking at this game as really a source of goals. I'm looking at this game as a source of peripherals but not a source of goals. No game is a source of goals except United in terms of No, no, no. Expected we, we have, goals. No, no, we have a we have another game. Oh. There's another game that that has goals. It's the it's the only other one that's over two and a half. I, I know it's a, a... It, it, I I know it's a, it's a disgusting game, but it, if if I had to say who's the second highest scoring game, it's going to be uh, if you want to get to it, Newcastle, Newcastle, West Ham, yeah, West Ham, yeah. Yep, that was next. Um, we still have no John Joe Shelby. We saw a pretty good debut off the bench for Yosulu. Uh, four shots all on goal in 38 minutes. Uh, they haven't really gotten much out of Dwight Gale or Alexander Mitrovic or AOZ Perez. What are your thoughts on Yosulu? Uh, Jeep. I mean, he may be uh, low owned. It depends on how they line up because, uh, it, like, if he, pl- I, I don't see him as I see him playing alongside Gale. Okay. Like, I don't, I don't see one for one. Like, I think, I think, truthfully, I think Gale starts anyway. Yep. I, I don't think we're gonna have to worry about that. Gale starts either he scores or he comes off. 65th minute with like one point <laughs> like like gail is is i mean yep you're playing you're playing jermaine defoe it's like it's the cheap version of jermaine defoe mm-hmm. uh i think if newcastle scores it's going to come out of you know just someone it's going to be richie yep it's going to be atsu it's going to be iozi i mean someone deeper or, or a center back this is your chance andrew to play chancellor and bemba <laughs> for a cheap you know header goal or I've something reached my limit on chancellor and bemba starts this right year. But I'm looking at the other side going, Newcastle, Newcastle's defense isn't good. Is Chancellor Ndemba playing out wide for Christ's sake? Right. So I look at West Ham and go, I couldn't fault you if you, if you, if you do play Chikorito. Um, in GPP, but I, right, think right. It'll be, I think it'll be over-owned for what his scoring chances are. I think people don't recognize how he scores, and that's why he'll always be over-owned. 
like most of his goals, the two last week were essentially just rebounds where he was the only one there. Like there's not this like sweeping cross into the box that he's like getting in front of or taking guys one-on-one. Like he's the definition of a poacher. Right. And those are like incredibly unreliable. Not that goal scoring is reliable, but like he's even less reliable than that. Right. But have you seen Newcastle's defense? They're even more unreliable than that. (laughs) Fair. But you'd rather try to get exposure with Chicharito as opposed to Antonio? Uh, as far as floor is concerned, like if it, if it, safety-wise, Antonio, obviously. He'll get his more peripherals. Chicharito is, you know, he'll get you two points or 24. I mean, it's, it's, it's what you're going for in that type of game. But, I mean, I look at that game, the Newcastle-West Ham, the game could be 0-0. It could be 5-4. to four. Yeah, for sure. It's, it's, I mean, it could be anything going on here. I mean, you take a look at Whiteford, uh, Watford and Brighton, and you start yawning. This game, it's like, I'm going to turn it on, and it's going to be like, it, it, you're going to feel like you're watching kids at the park play. <laughs> so you don't know what's going to happen. I mean, it, it's that level of, like, both teams are inept. Right. So who knows what's going to happen? But, I mean, if you take it just... I mean, Arnautovic is is uh, out. Is suspended. Lanzini yeah. won't be back. He might be. I mean, maybe on the bench. I don't yeah. know if he st- if, if he, he starts, starts. That's gonna that throws a wrench. Not a, not a big enough wrench for me, but it throws a little bit of a wrench. A little bit, but does that make him a must play? No. Oh no no no. I don't think he was a must play, even if we knew he was starting and playing ninety. Right. So right. But he could definitely mess somebody's lineup up. Right. But you take Good a look or at. Bad. But you take a look at the West End options and like who 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 do you who do you feel comfortable with a- anyone? Uh, Antonio is the only one I think, and, and I also wasn't... have to be comfortable with the possibility that he finishes with five points. Right, but also you feel more comfortable this late specifically because Price isn't much of an option. Right, right. Like in, if if that Man City game was in, involved with this slate, you'd be like you look at Antonio's price and go, "There's no way I'm paying yeah, that." Yeah, that's insane. Yeah, right, right. That's why <laughs> I take. That's why I take a look at like to me, I look at I look at like someone like Atsu and go, "Well, there's a value play." But then you start looking at other games and you go, "Go, would I rather have him or Tom Cleverly?" I think I would consider Atsu if he was a forward. Right, if he fits a forward designated slot. Yeah. Right. 4,600 for a winger in that game. Like, I would definitely consider that. Right. I think, I mean, that's kind of the key to the slate is like, okay, you're playing Lukaku, and then who you're playing in the second forward spot. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. I still don't know. But, but Elliot, (laughs) uh, either of these goalkeepers are definitely in play as far as, but it's one of those, like, you're going to play them and they're either going to get negative four. Or twenty six. I was gonna say I'm I'm probably right. staying away from both because just for that I don't think anybody scores twenty six. Like I think the if if the game is as boring as it could be, I still think it's like one one, two own goals for right to make it even worse. And so the the I don't think the upside is there for them. I don't see either of these guys making eight or nine saves. Certainly not eight or nine saves in a clean sheet win. And so. Right. I think the upside, there's just no upside here. I really don't see it. Because if Joe Hart makes seven saves, he's probably letting up five goals too. <laughs> right. And also, then you're also considering that Newcastle could put seven shots on frame. Right. And right. West Ham could put eight shots on frame. Like, they'll take eight shots. <laughs> right, right. And it'll be one shot on goal and seven over the bar. Right. That type of thing. Correct. 
Right. But I'm saying if you compare both goalkeepers to someone to like David De Gea, it's like David De Gea is in the perfect situation where it's either gets 10 points or three points. Right. Right. I mean, he's in the, 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 if he gives up a goal to Lester, like he's Lester ain't shooting 18 times. No. Right. And then, you know, it's either the clean sheet is broken or whatever. And you're paying up all the way up to the top for him. Right. At least in the Newcastle. I'm talking about more for GPP. Like I could see taking either keeper in the Newcastle West Ham game and go, I have a chance of getting 15 points cheaply rather than go for like Schmeichel. Yeah. For instance, and take the cheapest of the cheap and hope Man United shoot 17 times. Let, and Schmeichel give up two goals and also get 10 saves. Yeah. I don't think my goalkeeper strategy changes between cash and GPP. I don't think you're, I don't think there is a goalkeeper strategy. <laughs> <laughs> I guess the way I'm looking at it is when I'm building a cash lineup, I'm not finding a goalkeeper. I'm like, mm, I could definitely play him in GPP, but I'm not going to play him now. Right. Cause they're all, it's, it's, it's yeah. You p- pick the seven spots and then whoever's left, just throw them. In. Right. If there was a goalkeeper named Andrew, I would probably just start him every week just because it was your name. It's my name. But there isn't. So now I have to do something. But Birdback is going to put a backup keeper that'll never play. Right. For like 3000 just because you said that. Well, I'm hedging my downside then. Okay. You gave that possibility earlier this week. Was that on Twitter? Well, play the backup keeper. Can't yeah, possibly a get joke. a minus 2 a like joke. Heaton. He would have been better well, than Heaton last week. True. There and upside's a bit limited. <laughs> let me tell you on certain two game slates uh sometimes that it actually becomes the optimal strategy. Mm-hmm. It happens once like I think it happened one time last year where I considered it and it would have been right. It, it's one of those, you know, like it, both Messi and Ronaldo are both like if right. if you want to get both of them and and they're both teams are favored heavily. Yep. And it's like they're both going to score five goals and you can't fit both the big guys in. Like the only way you could do it is by like taking a keeper like that's not even like you're punting so many places that you're going to take the the 3300 backup keeper and just lock in a zero. Yep. GD Bazo had that last year with the, his Mark Bloom strategy and then Mark Bloom started playing and ruined it. But uh it makes much more sense with goalkeepers. I mean, defender can always luck luck box himself into a goal. A keeper the the, the possibility of a keeper getting the 26 points at 3500 instead of 3000 I think is too low, but no, well, now the difference is that a defender is less likely to get negative points. Right. Goalkeepers can. Right. Oh, I know. I mean, obviously, a defender that you know gets sent off and has nothing can yeah. get like negative three and a half or something, but that doesn't. A defender getting zero is like okay, he gets a zero, but a goalkeeper getting zero is still better than your score last week. Yes. Yes. Like that happens on a regular basis that a goalkeeper you right. know has negative three and negative two and yep. negative six or whatever. Yep. But not on this. You don't need the salary to slate. To Correct. That. Correct. Uh, next up, Crystal Palace home against Swansea. Um, I can't decide what Crystal Palace is yet. Um, I don't think they know. Yeah. Which makes it pretty difficult to figure out who to play. I mean, we saw Patrick Van Anhold have that good opening game. And then just as we warned people last week, he could be horrible against Liverpool and there he was. Although I guess four tackles is pretty good, but zero crosses after having ten in the opener. Uh, Swansea aren't that great, and I believe I saw earlier today 
when I was combing through some stats on our site that they've allowed the most crosses this season, which is very important because it's been two whole games that they've played. Um, but it feels like an Andros Townsend game, but I think the days of Andros Townsend crossing 15 times are gone. Uh, in their new system, I don't. I, yeah. I, I I agree with you. Like he'll be more active, especially with Zaha out. Yep. But I I don't I don't think you're gonna. And also, it's the type of game I think that uh, the Palace goes up one. He's coming out. Yep. If he starts, I mean, if, I'm he, if he even he's starts, start. yeah. Right. I mean, I take a look at like it, it's one of those it's one of these slates where like Ruben Loftus Cheek is a great value, but then you like do you even need to play him? Right. Like I said, I think you're gonna find if you haven't looked at. Uh, the DraftKings slate that you're going to, you're going to see tons of good value plays and go, I could play them all and then leave 3,500 on the table. Right. Or I could just pay up for better players in the long run and just play them. And like, and, and Hey, it could be the optimal strategy is to leave the 3,000 on the table. Yeah. Might be. Psychologically you, you don't, but I'm saying like, do you need to play Townsend in this? Do you need to play Loftus? I mean, you, I take a look at some of these crystal palace options and it's such a mess that like other than I Benteke in GPP is obviously an option. Yep. And uh and then uh, Patrick Van Aanholt. You could play you it, it becomes cash viable. Why? I'm using the term viable, Andrew. I'm not <laughs> using it like a lock or No, anything. I know, I know. If he if he's gonna if he's gonna take set pieces, they're gonna be favored. He's gonna be attacking. Swansea is not a very good team. Benteke is a target forward. Like what? What? It's a perfect situation, right? And the, and 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 money is no option. Remember, mm-hmm. Patrick Van Aanholt could be six thousand. I'd still say the same statement, right? You're gonna take Antonio, right? You're comfortable with Antonio on West Ham. Whoa, whoa, more whoa. so. What? More so than Townsend? I mean, yeah, uh, yeah. Okay, who would you take, Townsend or Antonio? Uh, Townsend probably is a little bit safer than Antonio. Is he? We, I mean, given the match, well, would you rather take a, a favored home, right? Crystal Palace Townsend to a, an away West Ham Antonio? That's what that's all I'm looking at there. Yeah, that's why when you take a look at at Patrick Van Anholt, show me, show me, would you rather Patrick Van Price is no option? Would you rather Patrick Van Anholt or Kiko Feminia? Um, you have to think about that. Of course, you take Van Anholt. Yeah, I mean. Price look, is no option. Don't worry about the, the how, reason. How, right, right. The reason why I thought about it is because because price is no option, and Van Anholt is the fourth highest priced guy, active defender. I know I don't have to consider him. Like I know the guys above him are better plays, and I can take them. Right, but that's I'm, why. But uh, yeah, so, I, yes, I, I I would probably you, roll with Van Anholt over Kiko Feminia. Right, and then you take a look at now that Holobus isn't, isn't, so you can't use him. So right. basically you're looking at the Southampton fullbacks, yep. right? And then you go, okay, if let's say you can't play any of the Southampton fullbacks. Tell me tell me who you're playing, uh, and, and not Man United either. <laughs> well, that's the point. Right. The point but is I'm you're playing saying, the Man United and the Southampton ones. Well, I would have, but <laughs> Patrick Van Anholt would be fifth, right? Um... I'm just saying he's an option. It's like in the in the matchup that he's in with the match flow, the way it's going to be yes. with Teke on top, him on the wing, possibly getting a share, if not all. Poss- I mean, it's a possibility. I mean, yes. even without the set pieces, and then price is no option. Once you say, if we put the Man City game on this on this slate, 
then I I, I, I don't even mention Patrick Van yeah. Hall because it's like you're going to have to pay down a defender to get some of these players. This slate, it's like, uh, you know, I take a look at an away Southampton and go, I'm not comfortable playing both of their fullbacks. Sure. And then I take a look at Man, Man United and I'm going, I'm more comfortable playing both of their fullbacks yep. at home because they're drawing live to the clean sheet. Uh, but like if I let's say I didn't want to play if it was GPP or, or, or I wanted to, st- you know, like uh, pay up up top higher that I couldn't I, I, I couldn't get up to Antonio Valencia or something like that. Uh-huh. It's like you have to put you have the cash. I mean, Patrick Van Arnold seems to me a decent enough option that if someone put it in their cash line, if they played Cedric and Patrick Van Anholt and drawing live to a clean sheet, because Swansea isn't good. Hasn't scored yet. Right. So, like, I, I wouldn't look at that and go, that's a donkey play. Yeah. I'd go, okay, they made a decision. That's fine. But, you know, you you, you throw in Chancel and Bemba there. Then you start, <laughs> then you, then you start going hee-haw. <laughs> My favorite part of this conversation is that because we've spent this long on Patrick Van Anholt, it's almost guaranteed that Jeff Schlupp starts in this place. <laughs> <laughs> which makes a great value great play. Great play at 39. If you, need, if you needed it, which you don't. Which you don't, right. <laughs> <laughs> so Swansea, the, uh, the, basically it's, it's Tom Carroll or no one. Yes. And uh, Tom Carroll's in the same Tom Cleverly spot of, like, eh, I guess. If you, I, if you, I don't know why. But I, I think Carroll is a lot better than Cleverly. Right, but even in this matchup, you don't even know why. I don't know why. <laughs> right. Yeah, but but I I just take a look at Swansea on the road plus thirty three forty five underdogs. Watford at home minus one hundred two. Yeah. Who's going to attack more? Watford. So to me, I'd rather have Cleverly over Carroll. Wow. And the fact that we're even considering both of them shows how bad this slate is. Yeah. And 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 truthfully, uh, you may not even have to play either of them. <laughs> right. You could come up with a great lineup and not play anyone in the 3K range. Yep. I mean, it's... <laughs> Certainly if you fade Lukaku. Right. And even if you don't. Right. Um, let's go to that game. I think we've okay. talked about Swansea enough. You like Fabianski? What, as a, as a keeper option? Yeah. No, as a forward. Yes, as a keeper option. Are we going to talk more about keeper options? No, pick seven guys and then throw okay. in who I mean, but he obviously, sure, he could get saves. Yeah. I, I just don't think Benteke shoots with his foot enough. Yeah. That he gets Because typically, you don't goalkeepers don't get saves on header goals. So yeah. they go back at or they over the bar. Yeah. Right? Okay. Uh, Man keeper, United. How much, how much keeper talk can we do? Really? <laughs> Never enough. Right. Man United, home against Leicester, biggest favorites, biggest total. And the biggest squad that could definitely screw us. Um, Daily Blind looks like he's on set pieces, or at least corners. Or splits them with Mata. And splits them with Mata. Uh, both of them could not start. Like, it's, it's not out of the realm of possibilities that Darmion and... I don't even know. I mean, they could do any formation. You could see Fellaini, for, for all we know, instead of Mata or Herrera. and They have to play Pogba further back. Um, but everyone is probably going to have Lukaku at 11-2. Um, he is the most expensive player, and the next highest is Henrik Mkhitaryan at 8,600. And I could see plenty of people taking Mkhitaryan as well. Um, what do you think about 
Mkhitaryan specifically? I th- I think safety wise, if Mata's in, you'd rather play Mata. But if Mata's not in, then Mkhitaryan becomes fine play. Also, I mean, it's, it's Man United. It's, it's a lot of times it's a mess, and you don't know what their sub patterns going to be. Yep. You don't know who's because then let, let's say let's say Blind and Darmian's in, and then Valencia's there. Like a lot of times, I find that Valencia's value comes on where Mkhitaryan lines up. Because Mkhitaryan doesn't play wide. He cuts in. Yep. So when Mkhitaryan plays on that side, see, the problem with Mata playing on the side that Valencia plays on is that Mata has no problem going wide. And right. to the byline and making a cross, which means Valencia ends up in that, like, the, the corner slotted position where he, you're not going to make that many deep crosses as a favorite. So he's there as the outlet for Mata. So really, I tend to look at, you know, how everyone lines up. But it really, I think, I think, Essentially, you're taking three Man United players at minimum, if not four, yep. uh, in, in GPP or something like that. But definitely, I, 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 I think at least two. You can make a case for only taking two. Fine. There's plenty that you can take people in other games. Uh, I think the more likely situation is that you're taking three, and depending on what you want to do, taking four. Mm-hmm. It's Liverpool and, from last week. Right, but no, but Liverpool's a slightly different situation. Liverpool, like every players goal dependent here we actually have players that have floors it's just a matter of the, every game their floor changes to different people but that's our that's our frustration with man united it's not that like they're heavily goal dependent outside of lukaku it's like they all get enough peripherals but their peripheral floor matters on who's in like is rashford in right is martial been Mc- great right is martial gonna play that way because now martial being on that side being on the left side now Mata's value goes down if Mata's playing on the right side right. because Martial is going to take a lot of the attack is going to go through there. So while Mata may be on right-sided set pieces, uh, uh, right-sided set pieces in the corners with Martial going going and, and taking people on, you may get eight corners on the left side. Right, and Blin will take them all. Yeah. So that's what I mean by like you're taking three guys. You have to see what happens when the lineup comes out. But, I mean, if you just look at the projected of what you think, probably those three guys, the top three, would be Lukaku, Mata, and Blind. Yes. And then you'd go to a Mkhitaryan or a Valencia or a Pogba or a or any anyone. I mean, you can, you can make a case for even the center backs. But, I, think, I mean, that, that you, you can make a case in GPP. Sure. But you don't, it's not like you need to punt at center back in order to fit a ton of attackers in. Like, sure. you don't have to pay down in order to fit everyone in this slate. Yeah, I think Mkhitaryan has this thought that he is fairly safe, and he's not. He's not. He's, he's not. not. He, most of his points come on goals and assists. Yeah, like he he has two assists in each of the first two games this year, and I apologize for who tweeted out because I forget who it was. But um, So Mkhitaryan has four assists, and we kind of look at assists coming from guys who are either on set pieces or crossers. And Mkhitaryan is not a crosser. And so you're like, well, he must like cut into the box and set guys up. Mkhitaryan has three touches in the box in the two games and four assists. Like his assists are almost as fluky as they are as anything else. And so like he, again, he looks like a cash play, but he is significant. Like, I'm not sure he's any safer. In fact, he's probably less safe than Pogba. And I wouldn't play Pogba in cash at least. At least right. not on this slate. 
But let's say they line up like, like I'm not saying that they will line up this way, but let's say the lineup was Lukaku up top and it's Rashford, Martial, and Mkhitaryan behind him. Mm-hmm. Then you look and you go, what do you do? Blow your head off? I mean, like what? Like Mkhitaryan becomes like okay, I I trust Mkhitaryan. Actually, probably maybe was... Rashford is forward eligible. You shove him in. But the problem with this slate is that I I you're gonna you're gonna it's gonna be very risky for you to put two. Like you could go for Rashford, but remember that if he's not in, in the late game, like you're going to Vardy. Or you could go to Martial. I doubt yeah, they don't saying, play but, but, Rashford and Martial. Who knows? Well, you're that's, right. That's the, that's the thing. Right. Who knows? Jesse Lingard right? comes in and right. That's I, that. That's the whole point of. That's why I think the skillful matter of this slate is how you prepare for the late game. Yeah. Because if you're going to take a forward spot in, like the I think the safest play is to take a forward spot. From one of the the ten o'clock games, mm-hmm. you put your Lukaku, you put your obligatory Lukaku in, and then you leave the utility spot open for what could be either Mata, Mkhitaryan, or Rashford, or one of them. Mm-hmm. Like you're putting that, and you're putting a defender spot open for Blind. If you and have if Blind, and if Blind's not in, you could always go up. You could go to to, to Valencia and then move around the utility spot. You yeah. could go one like that. To me, that's the safest way. But if you're like, no, no, I'm just going to go Lukaku Rashford, and I could switch Rashford to Martial if Martial's play. Like, understand that that may be if all the lineups came out at the same time, the more optimal lineup. But you have to weigh in the risk of I'm leaving a forward spot open and. There may not be another Man United forward eligible. Yeah, Mares is an option too. True, but still, you're, te- you're still taking. I mean, you end up you're you're taking the big. They're currently the biggest plus, They're the biggest dog. Yeah, <laughs> they're plus one thousand under. <laughs> okay, that doesn't sound can, good. Right. At least oh, yeah, at least you're taking someone with a share of set pieces, not even a monopoly. Right. <laughs> right. Um. What is the possibility that United goes up and Leicester opens it up for Mark Albrighton to send in 25 crosses. That's definitely in play. I think that's absolutely definitely in play. That's a name that keeps jumping out at me. The problem right. is, is that you have a lot of guys in that 6,000 to 7,000 range that you could play. Right. There are a lot of them. Right. But I'm just like, you take a look, I, I'd still, before going to Albrighton, I'd still go to a favored team attacking at home. I mean, yeah. like, yeah, yeah. like, but from it a also should solidify. If I took all Brighton, that's when Demarai Gray gets his start. And while sure, I could go to Gray, but I would never do that on its own. Like, I'm not but taking forty nine hundred dollar Demarai Gray. I guess he's forward eligible. Right, but I mean, but all Brighton is a good guy to take in a lineup where you're fading Lukaku. Sure. Even though, like, it seems counterintuitive because what you're saying is that all Brighton's value goes up if the match flow when Man United go up. But you gain so much more leverage by having a low-owned Albrighton and then the goal from Man United. Like, you take Juan Mata or someone like that, or you take Mkhitaryan, but you don't take Lukaku. And you right. hope that that guy's the one that scores that goal, and then Albrighton starts going 18 crosses. Right. Like, that gives you enough leverage for the risky enough play that if that works out the way that you want it to work out, you could win the GPP that way. Because then Lukaku ends up with a four-point game. You get a 20-point Albrighton at 8% ownership or something. You get the Mkhitaryan goal or the Mata goal, the Man United goal, that's probably decently high-owned anyway. Mm-hmm. And then you win everywhere else, and then you chalk it up everywhere else in 
I mean, it's a soccer. It's a, it's not a million entries like that. That will win you if you believe that would happen. Right. Because I think it's less that that uh, if you take Albright and Lukaku and then Lukaku scores the goal and then Albrighton goes nuts. I just Albrighton's if, if he gets 18 points, it's like you could find 18 points in the other game. Sure. But Lukaku's at 70 per, plus percent ownership. Everyone's going to have those points. Mm-hmm. You kind of both. You kind of need 70 percent of the people to like dud a Lukaku and then also get 20 points out of a guy that's only 10% owned while people are playing like someone like James Ward Prowse that's sitting there with like eight and a half, right. which is horrible. But once you get the 12 point leverage from Albright, as well as the 12 point leverage from Lukaku, then you look at the sweeper and you're up and you're in first place. Yeah. And the Lukaku people probably have one of Carol cleverly or I'm trying to think of who else was in that range. Gross, I guess. Right, Loftus Cheek. Loftus Cheek, yeah. Right, and they're probably not putting up a big score. Right, hmm. Patrick Van Anhalt. Yeah, twenty-eight points though. No, no, you Jeff Schlupp, seventeen. Oh, Jeff Schlupp, you're right. Right, Jeff he's going to come in and he's going to put up all the points. Yeah, lock. Uh, <laughs> let's go to Sunday, which for the third week in a row we get to fade Harry Kane on a Sunday. Well, we don't even have the prices. So we have no prices. Um, it's a four-game slate starting at 8.30 in the morning Eastern. We have two 8.30 games and two 11. So we have the same issue with United, but with significantly better teams, at least in terms of volume, um, that we don't know lineups. But the first game that I'm looking at, at least is Chelsea home against Everton. Gilfie Sigurdsson, I think, will start. And... Last year, when he was with Swansea, it usually didn't matter, though at Chelsea may have been the one that mattered. But what are your thoughts on Gilfie Sigurdsson at Everton? Plus what? Plus what? Seven thirty-five underdogs at Stamford Bridge. Mm. Well, they're they have never they have yet to win this year at Stamford Bridge. This year, yeah, this season they give up three goals a game at Stamford Bridge this season. It's still Chelsea. <laughs> Come on. They lose hundred percent of their games. Anyway, uh, would you? Uh, I would like to put this more on the for the whole slate because we have some very good forwards on this slate. Very good goal dependent forwards. So the other games are West Brom, Stoke, Spurs home against Burnley, and Liverpool home against Arsenal. Um, where does Alvaro Morata fit for you amongst him, Harry Kane, Firmino? I guess Firmino, Salah, and Mane, because they're all forward eligible, and Lacazette. I think there's only one forward that you play. Like, I, I don't rate him at all. Okay. I rate him as GPP only. Okay. I mean, there's, to, to me, I, I look at this slate, and, and you may make fun of me, but I think, like, you play Kane. Whoa! Wow. Well, take a look at the texture of this slate. I mean, remember, we don't have prices, so we're just yes. going by what we think. Yep. Uh, it, it, uh, EPL is easy. to. It, it, nothing's going to go completely off the rails. Uh, but when you take Kane, you're almost always also taking Erickson. Yeah, and I, I think that's fine also. Okay. Because look, look, and I, I think that really the, the games to avoid are the ones that are actually going to be the most entertaining. Yeah. Because so, like when you mentioned Sigurdsson, it's like, well, First off, they're heavy underdogs going into Stamford Bridge. Yep. Uh, and you're not even sure if he's going to be on all the set pieces at this point. You don't know. 
Most likely, yes, but it, it, he's a, it's a new team. Uh, so you can't rely on that. Uh, then you So if you just look at the favored teams, like Chelsea, who do you play other than what? Sesk is the safe play. I mean, he'll be back for this game, yep. right? Okay. Set pieces. Or you take Willian. Like that, I'd take either of those two before I take Murata. Yes. Yeah. In that game. Yeah. And then you take a look at Tottenham as as minus three eighty five favorites, and you go, well, who's your first choice in that game? Would be Erickson, Davis, Kane, and then you take a look at uh, West Brom Stoke, which is going to be an awful game, but it, everyone's going to be cheap in this game. So you're yeah. going to take a look at at, at a Chris Brunt. You're going to take a look at uh, Shakir. If Shakir is in, I mean, you may get a Charlie Adam. Yeah, could. You could. Charlie Adam. But I mean, you take a look at West Brom Stoke, and that's where the value is. Yes. You're going to be able to get some cheap guy that the ball is moving in that game. In some, I know it's Tony Pula, so it'll move slow. But it, it, there'll be something. That, yep. There'll be peripherals in that game cheaply. And then you take a Liverpool Arsenal and go, it's two high-priced teams facing each other. So you take a look at all three Liverpool forwards and go, you're going to pay that price? I know Arsenal's defense is a, a bit of a joke, but they're still it's still Arsenal. As is Liverpool's. Right, but then you take a look at it is the highest total, but I can't be sure where the goal is going to come from. I'm more like, like, similar to what I said last week. I'm more comfortable in that game taking Lacazette than any of the three Liverpool forwards, because at least I Lacazette. If Liverpool's going to give up a goal, who else is it going to be? It's going to be Lacazette or Giroud when he comes on. Mm-hmm. That type of thing. But like the it's it's they're too expensive. I'm going to have to risk and go. I I, I if you're going to take Ericsson in the Tottenham game. You can't take two Liverpool players, right? Right. So you're gonna have to pick either Firmino, Salah, Mon. You're gonna have to pick one of them. Right. Which you, and which the luck. decision might be made for you because they played midweek. Right. But still, but still, but still, you're in one of those situations you don't know. Yeah. I feel much more comfortable, like, like Erickson and Kane. Like that's that's easy. You can take Erickson, Kane, and Fabregas, and then find value in the West Brom Stoke game, and then you're good. I mean, are you gonna take Milner? No. In the, and Liverpool, I mean, you're, you're going to, I mean, it's the pricing. It's not, it's not that I don't like the matchup. It's just, a, it's like they're way overpriced for who they're facing each other. And you take a look at, you know, West Brom and you go like, I'd rather have Chris Brunt than James Milner. Would you rather have a 6,000 Chris Brunt or a 4,200 Granite Xhaka? It depends on how Arsenal lines up. If it's if they, Ramsey. If, if it's right now, then I don't want him. Okay. If it's El Nani, maybe. Right. But still, if you're going to pay up for these forwards, if you're going to play Willian or Fabregas or something like that, you know people are playing Rooney. You know that's going to happen. Yes, of course. I'm not, but I mean, no. you know it's going to happen. But I'm saying, if you took a look at this slate, Andrew, and you had to pick one guy, barring the fact that it's in August, <laughs> take one guy and you go, you need to make a bet, and it's even money, so it doesn't matter who you pick. One guy, who will score a goal on Sunday? Don't you pick Kane? Yes. Right. So that that's all I'm saying. I'm not saying he's the best. He's going to be the highest-priced guy. Right? But uh, Erickson might be. But forwards, yes. Right. But you're going to have to pick a goal-dependent forward in this slate somewhere, right? I mean— What about Sam Vokes and his history of scoring oh, against— Really? They got Chris Wood coming in. He may not even play. That's right. That's right. <laughs> uh, um, right. Are you going to take Nido Berahino? I mean, yeah. what, what are you going to do? Right. Eh, he's a, but away, I mean, I'd rather take, yeah. I'd rather take Ron. 
Like I really look and I go, I think I'd rather take Solomon or Andon than if all three Liverpool forwards start and have to decide at 9K who's going to score. The Kane, Erickson, and let's call it Fabregas combination doesn't leave a ton for defenders. And we have some pretty good defenders on this slate. Uh, We talked last week, or uh, I'm sorry, Monday, about how Marcos Alonso, I put Marcos Alonso in this Henrik Mkhitaryan range of people think they're safe, but they're not really that safe. Alonso, obviously, with two goals last week. But Ben Davis has been really good. You're going to have to pay up for him. Uh, Andrew Robertson's getting expensive, as is Trent Alexander-Arnold. The Milner's off the chart. Um, Where do you think you look? Like, I I think you could probably have one of them. Johnson, he's playing Glenn, if Glenn's in. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you could, why why not? On this slate, it, I mean, I'm looking at, you know, Joel Maddip. I know that I'm just throwing out a center back, but. For cash, like you if, would play. If, if you have to punt one center back, uh, one oh, one of them. If yeah. you're gonna play, yeah. Uh, Murah Higazi. I mean, uh, Gazi doesn't the play on the slate. Yeah, but he doesn't play on the slate. Yeah, West Brom home against Stoke. Oh, okay. I, I get all these teams confused. No, I wouldn't play him. Because <laughs> Liverpool's gonna score. Arsenal, that game is gonna have goals. It's just a matter of you, you can't predict them where they're gonna come from. Yeah. So I'm going to go by with a Maddox goal. Fine. Go something like that. I'm just saying like a Louise, like one of those, like if you're going to pay down, I, but I yeah. wouldn't take like Loughton or Ward. Yes. Like I wouldn't take, uh, uh, I wouldn't take Leighton Baines in that game, in the Chelsea. Like why are you paying for that? Right. Mason Holgate. Like I, guys that are going to be playing defense the whole game. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like I'd rather just go into the Stoke West Brom game and just give me a fullback. I don't care who you name, what your name is. Whoever's starting fullback, Glenn Johnson, you're on my team. Let's go. They're going to have a lot a of Alan Neon this weekend. Yeah, well, that's a pick em game. You don't know what's going to happen that game. Either you pay up for Davis mm-hmm. or Alonzo even. I mean, you pay up for one of those types of guys or you pay all the way down. I don't like the middle. Right. I don't like sitting there with an Andrew Robertson at like probably going to be like 4,900 in a yeah. pick em game. Like, like, yeah, if they, Liverpool was facing, you know, if Liverpool was facing Burnley, sure. Yeah. But Arsenal? No, it's just too expensive. Yeah. Hmm. It's more of a GPP day. Like that, that, if you take a look at that slate, it's like that seems like I feel, especially with it being four games, because a lot of times on Sundays we only get two or yeah. maybe three. It's a big slate. Sunday slate. Right. So so I look at these, especially with the two games starting at once and then two games starting later, even though you could kind of predict the lineups. Uh, you know, I'm not comfortable. See, I'm never comfortable when I'm like, I need to play Kane and Cash. So when, he, when you're playing... Kane and Cash, you know that it's more of a GPP day. <laughs> right? The other problem with the Liverpool Arsenal game is because it's the late one, like any rotation could really throw you. Like you basically have to pay up if you want some of those guys to hedge in case they don't start, but then you're left with money on the table. Right, or or you just go down from Tottenham, you go down from your Tottenham play. Right. Now you have to go down from them. But which is fine because you know that that they're going to be chalk, so you could see what how you screwed up the first two games and then pivot down to a lower owned. You could do one of the two. You understand what I'm like? It, 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 even if there is rotation in that game, if you're playing guys from the first, the 830 games, let's say you have four guys mm-hmm. from the 830 games and four guys from the, the, the 11 o'clock games. Like if you're 
830 guys didn't do very well, well, then you're like, well, I'm just going to fade Erickson and just pick someone else. What are the chances they have two two game slates? I would I would I would withdraw my money. I don't know. I would <laughs> that's that stupid. eleven o'clock slate is a pretty good two game slate though. True, but I mean that. Come on, really? I hope they don't. You're you're uh, leaving thinking that they will not look at that is a possibility. May, or maybe they have two slates. Why would you do that? Well, but I it's drafting. Right, DK and a DK. That's that's, that's the reason. Right. Who knows? <laughs> you may not have to play. Maybe you end up playing. I end up playing Murata and Kane in two two game slates. Yeah. How there you go. Put it all on one slate. <laughs> I understand why they do the seven thirty board the that yeah. first game because that's really early. But this it's like typically a Sunday slate is one eight thirty game and one eleven o'clock game. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, so now they're gifted with two slates, <laughs> two eight thirty games and two elevens. Uh, I mean, think of that. The, the lineups come out at 4.30 in the morning for the West Coast people. But instead, for a later slate, it's 7. Right. So much difference on a Sunday morning. <laughs> oh, please don't do but, it, Bernbach. I know you're not still listening or ever but listening. We, but. but we will be up that early. Oh, yeah. In, a, in the Slack chat. Yeah. Oh, there you go. See, you see salesmanship. You bring Man, it around. No. You bring it all the way around. Oh, excellent. So... When I previously said you can find Jordan on Twitter at BlenderHD and me at Rotowire Andrew, now you can find us in the Slack chat if you're a Rotowire subscriber. Um, so, yeah, find us there. Reach out to me either on Twitter, which may be the last time you reach out to me on Twitter because then you can get me in the Slack chat, um, or email me, Andrew, at Rotowire.com to get um, to join the fun here. Uh, Jordan, good luck this weekend. Yeah, let's, let's see if Kane can score a goal in August. <laughs> On a Sunday. On a Sunday. This is like, it's like, it's like the eclipse. <laughs> this is like the one type of like, I'm going to play Kane on a Sunday in August. And this, it's going to work out. Hmm. Get your glasses. Thank you for listening to the Rotowire Fantasy Soccer Podcast. For more great content, visit rotowire.com slash soccer. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.